thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling Limited, Well Drilling Services Piltane, jerrycomerforddrilling.ie. Yes, thanks very much, Shane. You are very welcome along to UPMC Nolan Park for the final first round championship game here, of course, in the St. Candice's Credit Union, Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship. Uh, it is the fourth and final first defeated Liz Downey while Aaron's own got the better of Greg Valley Callan so Liz Downey will meet Greg Valley Callan in the relegation final the village and Comer move on to the quarter final the draw which will take place after today's game and of course yesterday evening there was a massive battle in Ballyhale itself as Mullinavac got the better of O'Loughlin Gales by a single point as you mentioned Shane I am joined by Aidan Taggy Fogarty Aidan today's game the county champions Ballyhale Charmocks taking on the intermediate champions Glenmore how do you see it going? Yeah, uh, Robbie, look, um, Glenmore obviously will have it all to do. Uh, Ballyhale are four in a row champions, and they're not four in a row champions for nothing. Uh, they're a serious outfit. You just go through their team, you know, Adrian Mullen, uh, Colin Fenley, Owen Cody, TJ Reid, straight away, if that forward line clicks, Glenmore will have it all to do. In fairness to Glenmore, they're going well. they got two wins from five out of the league. Uh, they have very good forward line themselves as well. You know, they have Liam Hennessy, really good. Gerard Laird, really good. Ian Byrne playing very well as well. Um, but, like... Really, it's, it's the Glenmore backs really have to stick it into to, to Ballyhale. Uh, Ballyhale, obviously, with Joey Holden back from America, a big boost, and Colin Fennelly as well. Uh, I think, albeit their fitness levels mightn't be up to scratch, but still, to have them in the team is a massive boost to, to, to Ballyhale. And they seem to time their run for championships, so it'll be interesting to see. It certainly will be interesting to see. We'll just run through the teams before throwing. Today's referee is Sean Clear. For Ballyhale, number one is Dean Mason. There is a change at cornerback. Number 17, Brian Butler, comes in for Darren Mullen. Fullback is Joey Holden. Killian Corcoran plays a left cornerback. Evan Shefflin, Richie Reid, and Derek Corcoran is the halfback line. Captain today for Ballyhale Shamrocks is Ronan Corcoran. He's joined the midfield by Paddy Mullen, Adrian Mullen, and TJ Reid. The Kilkenny stalwarts, of course, are either side of another change. Number 31, Owen Keneally, is in for Brian Cody at centre forward. And the full forward line is Owen Cody, Colin Fenley, and Niall Shorthall. For Glenmore, Tommy Dunn is the goalkeeper. Sean Duggan, Owen Aylward, and Shane Doherty are the full back line. They lined out as selected on today's match day programme Philip Roach Owen Murphy and Billy Reid are the half back line with Shane Murphy and Richie Hennessy in midfield Ian Murphy Liam Hennessy and Ian Byrne are the half forward line with Ethan Field and Jerry Aylward the captain and Mark Aylward the full forward line we'll now take a break for a round of eight Yes, so Ron Levine here at UPMC in Olin Park. We're just about to throw in 
in the St. Canis' Credit Union Senior Hurling Championship first round game between Ballyhale, Charmox and Glenmore. Today's game is kindly sponsored by Jerry Comfort Drilling, LTD, Well Drilling Services, Pilltown, Kilkenny, see Jerry Comfort Drilling. .e. And the referee Sean Clear does throw it in and Glenmore look to get their hands on the ball in the middle of the field early. They do get their hands on the ball, they look to go forward, they're shooting from left to right into the new stand behind the goal here for people that are familiar with Nolan Park. They look to get in but it will be the Ballyhale, Charmox cornerback. Ryan Butler who cleans up, he finds Richie Reid and the Shamrocks come out with the ball. It is their number eight, Ronan Cork and Captain today looking to pick it up, but Glenmore look to get their hands on possession. They failed to do so, but now they have it in their hands and they go low into the forward line. They find their corner forward, Ethan Feeling. Feeling looks to strike, he has it in, it looks good and it is straight in and over the bar. A brilliant score by number 13. Ethan feeling taggy great start for Glenmore yeah great start for Glenmore there yeah they, they need they need a good start and they need to put the pressure on straight away fantastic on the far sideline and Ferris had a little look and swimming over the bar on his left hand side brilliant score brilliant score is right Ballyhill Charmox go short with the puck out through Dean Mason he finds Evan Shefflin Shefflin now soloing throughout the field he finds the number 9 Paddy Mullen Mullen looks to play a low ball into the corner looking for Colin Fenley who of course is back from the United States but Glenmore get their hands on the ball and they look to come forward they find their number 4 Shane Doherty but Doherty has a misplaced touch not to be mistaken no because Glenmore come out with the ball and they are driving out through again it goes long into the full forward line Glenmore now looking for it again it is feeling looking to gather possession but instead it goes to Jerry Aylward the captain today but he's expertly blocked but Aylward coming through on goal now a possible goal chance on but he's going to take his point a very good score from Jerry Aylward there familiar here in Nolan Park with his time in Kilkenny and it is Glenmore two points Ballyhill Termox no points good start for the Glenmore full forward line Taggy yeah uh, getting good supply of ball uh, brilliant block for Joey Holland and, and Jerry being Jerry Aylward picked up the break again and just swung it over the bar right option as well uh, two points and no score yeah two points and no score brilliant puck out when TJ Reid is gathered as he often does brilliant catch from that long puck out he finds Adrian Mullen Mullen has his first attempt on goal today and that ball goes to the left and right Ballyhill Shamrocks shooting from right to left into the town end here so it remains two points no score in favour of Glenmore two minutes gone in UPMC Nolan Park Tommy Dunn now will take the puck out for Glenmore he goes short finds his cornerback Shane Doherty, Doherty looking to play. It seems to be a short game being implemented by Glenmore to huge success last year, of course, defeating Freshford in last year's Intermediate County final. They're doing quite well this year. They mix it up, go along into Phelan, who's won a free, and referee Sean Clear indicates it is a free in. So another scoreable opportunity for Glenmore here, a chance to take an early three points lead. It will be their right half forward, Ian Murphy, that'll be taking it. But good use of the ball early on for Glenmore, Taggy. Yeah, really good, yeah. Brian Butler giving away the free, uh, the substitute number 17 there. Uh, just, just 50 50. Really, the ball is coming down. He was just being held and, and a free in by Alan Murphy, which I expect to put over the bar. But interesting to know, TJ is, is actually dropping very deep. Oh, Murphy's picking him up when he goes past his own 65, but when he drops deep, oh, Murphy's left as a sweeper. Yes, of course, it is Alan Murphy, not Ian Murphy, as I mistakenly said. Alan Lips rises, strikes, and that goes straight between the post. An expert free taker, two expert free takers on show today, Alan Murphy and TJ Reid. The two free takers for Kilkenny, of course. TJ maybe predominantly when he is fit, but that's over the bar from Alan, and it is Glenmore. Three points, Palais Shermox, no score. Another long puck out from Dean Mason, and it is Own Cody who gets his hand on the ball, or it's rather Own Keneally, the late substitute today. He hand passes in to Cody this time. Cody has a goal scoring chance, he strikes it, and it is in. 
It's in. Yeah, back of the net, Jeff. Back of the net, brilliant finish. The green flag is raised. Ballyhaler on the score sheet. It's true on Cody. The corner forward was brilliantly gathered from Keneally. He soloed in, found his compatriot, and Cody made no mistake with the finish. Glenmore, three points. Ballyhale, Shamrocks, one goal. That just goes to show how lethal Shamrocks are. Absolutely, yeah. We talked about their forward line uh, at the beginning of the show, uh, Robbie, and, and that's how lethal they are. You know, Keneally named that centre forward, but starting the corner, obviously, TJ out centre. Latched onto that ball, straight so, so straight down the middle and gave it out to Owen Cody. And Owen Cody doesn't really miss a whole lot from, from that range. And as we said now, uh, Glenmore kind of started well, doing all the hurl, but now a draw game, out oh, nothing. Really is. There was a kind of a flatness when that goal went in. I think a lot of people hadn't seen if it had hit the back of the net, but he got it past Tommy Dunn in the Glenmore goal, and Dunn will now take the puck out. It is all level. Four minutes gone here at UPMC at Nolan Park. Dunn goes along with this puck out this time, looking for Eaton the field, and again, he seems to be a target early on, and he has they've won the second ball. Glenmore looking to pick it up of Chamrocks come out with it this time, but it's a throw ball. Re referee Sean Clear indicates and another scoreable chance for Alan Murphy from a free in a very similar position. Taggy seemed like a throw ball. Sean Clear had a good view of it. Yeah, no, he's right beside it. So, he, he, like, like the, the, these frees they give away, they're, they're so hard to call, especially throw balls. And Sean Clear was right beside it. So, I, pres I presume he saw it, there, there was a there was a, there was a throw, uh, an, an easy enough free for for Alan Murphy, really, at, uh, considering his standards. Yeah, on the 45 for Alan Murphy, a bit left of the goal so very similar range and a similar angle to that last three so he's already had a warm-up he took that with a plum he strikes rises and that is straight between the posts again he raises the right flag a second score from place ball today for Alan Murphy and Glenmore move back into a one-point lead four points to one one goal rather five minutes gone here at UPMC Nolan Park Mason looking to go down through the middle but Glenmore pick up position they play their sharp passing again now they go along through their centre back Owen Murphy Murphy goes in long looking for Eaton Feeling, but this time Ballyhale will come out with the ball through Joey Holden Shamrock's now implementing a bit of a sharp passing game TJ Reid brilliant pull on the ball he finds Evan Shefflin Shefflin always good for a score or two from that right half pack position he strikes but it hits the post and Colin Finley's in on it but Tommy Dunn deals with it in the Glenmore goal half a goal scoring opportunity on there Finley just couldn't get his hands on the ball but Ballyhale do have their hands on the ball now through on Cody Cody comes back out to Adrian Mullen Mullen has a strike he's already missed one he's not going to miss a second chance first score today for the Kilkenny man Adrian Mullen and it is Ballyhale Shamrocks one goal and one point Glenmore four points really fast start to this game and a good score there for the Shamrocks Taggy yeah exactly yeah they'll know a good start uh, Owen Aylward uh, the, the ball just came off the post and Owen Aylward in fairness some kept Colin Fenley out and Colin Fenley's a big man big strong man but kept them out and uh, Adrian Mullen slotting that ball over the bar for, for a draw game yeah Tommy Dunn going short with the puck out again he finds his right cornerback Sean Duggan Duggan going down the line and again it is that really good use of the ball from Glenmore and they find Philip Roach Roach going through the heart of the Ballyhale Shamrocks defence but the, he still looking to get that ball but Cody is tracking him the whole way Sean Clear didn't seem to see if there was a push in the back there so Glenmore play on through their midfielder Richie Hennessy Hennessy looks to go inside to try and find Eaton Feeling but he can't Brian Butler this time deals with it and the Shamrocks will come out with the ball Dean Mason gathering possession and it is now Joey holding at full back a calm and reassuring presence for the Ballyhale Shamrocks full back line today huge experience of course he goes long it's Keneally again set up the goal for own Cody hand passes it off this time to the number 9 Paddy Mullen Mullen has a strike that goes in and that goes to over the bar 
looked like a bit of hesitancy for the umpire to raise the flag but he has and the Shamrocks have the lead for the first time this time through midfielder Paddy Munn the good score there again from the Shamrocks yeah really good score yeah and, and Danny Hale fair the full forward line and pulling right out leaving Colin Fenley kind of on, on his own there a lot of the time so that's, that's danger territory straight away it certainly is Shamrocks again getting their hands on the ball an unsuccessful puck out there from Glenmore but this time it is Glenmore who picked the ball up after some uh, wasteful use of the ball it must be said by Derek Harkin in the left half back position the tussle for possession now just around the 65 Glenmore 65 and Ballyhill come out with it again brilliant pass into Owen Cody Cody maybe has an eye for goal here but can he find a point looking like a foul maybe and it is a foul a foul on Owen Cody done very well there drew the foul Shane Murphy with a shove in the back and for a free taker the calibre of TJ Reid this should be an easy first score of the game for him but um, again good use of the ball there from both sides it must be said early doors Taggy yeah no in fairness like uh, you know there's eight minutes gone uh, hasn't really sprung into life yet the intensity is not there fully yet uh, Ballyhale seems to be getting into the rhythm but Glenmore playing very well playing through the lines trying to get that ball into their full forward line as I said they're good forwards as well themselves so when they're on the ball it, it's very hard to stop them but Owen Cody going to the centre there to probably the right option from Shane Murphy to foul him and a point from TJ Reid there yeah straight between the black spot from TJ Reid he wasn't going to miss that just shy of the 20 metre line here and it is Ballyhale Shermocks 1-3 Glenmore 4 points Eight and a half minutes gone at UPMC Nolan Park. Maybe lacking a bit of intensity, but not lacking scoring power from either side so far. A long puck out this time from Dunn in the goal, but what a catch that was from Richie Reid, the centre half back for Valley Sharmox today. He knocks it on to Paddy Mullen. Mullen with a score already, but he finds TJ Reid. TJ, can he back up that free with a first score from play today? He can because it's brilliantly blocked by this covering uh, Glenmore defender. And Glenmore again look to use the ball short, looking for Eaton Field. Feeling can't get the ball in his hand. It is through the number eight now for Valley Hale, Ronan Cork, and the captain that they nearly found TJ Reid who was hunting for goals but it was brilliantly dealt with it must be said by Owen Murphy sweeping up for Glenmore and they can come out with the ball again it goes along once more from Glenmore they're looking for feeling again but it is the opposite opposition centre back this time Richie Reid another Kilkenny man that comes out with it and he finds Adrian Mullen Mullen playing in a deeper role today brilliant pass he finds Owen Cody Cody now with a misplaced touch but he's loads of time to pick his top spot and put it over the bar and that is a brilliant score from Owen Cody brilliant play there from Ballyhale Sharmox Adrian Mullen picking up a really deep position there Taggy finding Owen Cody and he was not going to miss that yeah absolutely yeah. and, and Glenmore chasing their tails there just a small bit um, Ballyhale when you're in possession like that it's important for Glenmore to keep their shape and not get sucked into it because they will just spread the ball left and right and brilliantly vision there by Mullen I found one Cody and slotted over the bar he's on 1-1 one, one now already 1-1 one, one for Cody and 1-4 for Ballyhale Sharmox they lead by a goal here at UPMC Nolan Park and it's the centre forward Liam Hennessy for Glenmore now looking to get his hands on the ball he has got it can he get an angle for himself get a strike a goal he can't but the referee Sean Clear indicates there was a bit of a swipe by the Ballyhale defender looked like a soft free if I'm being honest yeah. with you but it is a free and nevertheless and Alan Murphy will have a chance to get a third point of the game didn't really see what that was for Taggy maybe just a touch of the hurl yeah I think he, he, Sean just kind of indicated a kind of a, a swing of the hurl there you know that kind of way so um, uh, this will be Alan Murphy's third free um, and they have scored two from play so that, that, that that's the struggle trying to score from play against Ballyhale that's the thing yeah but a free now for Alan Murphy lifts strikes puts it over the bar a third for a free for Alan Murphy today that's three for him one for Jerry Elward and one for Eaton Field as Taggy rightly says struggling to get scores from play but they are still in the game thanks to those Alan Murphy frees it is Shamrocks 1-4 Glenmore 5 points another long puck out by Dean Mason right, right into that half back line 
of um, Glenmore and again there's another kid kind of a tussle for possession but Glenmore come out with it this time there was a free man there but he failed to find him so they go in long to field which seems to be an option all there Jerry Elwood I should say rather trying to hit that full forward line quite early but it was unsuccessful once more there as Dean Mason gets his hands on the ball and finds Adrian Mullen who's playing in more of a floating role in the early exchanges of this game playing in his own half more but doing it brilliantly because he's played a brilliant pass across to own Cody Cody again slips loses his foot but he can regain possession has a chance of putting in and over the bar and that access works brilliantly again Mullen into Cody and Cody with no mistake 1-2 for him 1-5 for the Shamrocks it is Ballyhale Shamrocks 1-5 Glenmore 5 points the second score like that Mullen finding the ball deep finding Cody Taggy absolutely and them two boys when Adrian Mullen and Owen Cody are on song uh, you know Ballyhale are really ticking over but the, the what impresses me so far about Ballyhale is their interlink between the forwards you know TJ Reid can slot in full forward next thing Adrian Mullen is in full forward next thing they're out so they can just play in any position brilliant catch there from Evan Sheff and he comes out with the ball finds TJ Reid Reid again with a low ball in this time looking for Colin Fenley he's been quite so far but he gets his hand on the ball now and he's turning and running at the Ballyhale or the Glenmore uh, full back line he finds a hand pass into Owen Cody Cody looking for a second goal in the game a strike but it was blocked but referee Sean Clear comes back played advantage there was a foul it must be said by the Glenmore full back Owen Aylward on Fenley as he rolled him there as he has done for so often throughout the years Colin Fenley won the free the goal chance went to Began but TJ Reid will have a chance to slot it over the bar that's Colin Fenley at his best there isn't oh, it absolutely yeah TJ had to look up played low ball to Colin Fenley and a ball like that uh, Robbie you just it's undefendable really especially against Colin he's so big so strong so fast he turned you he's going straight for goal and a brilliant hook it has to be said by the but the number eight Shane Murphy um, to, to deny the goal yeah it really was but TJ Reid does put that over the bar so it is Ballyhill Shermox 1-6 Claymore 5 points Taggy just as we have a break and play here for the puck out I've never seen anyone like Colin Fenley able to roll a full back he's just so strong and yeah powerful, I, like one touch like Colin is so fast and so strong he can get one but if you miss the first touch he'll get the second touch because he's, so, he's so strong but he's just it's, un, it's unbelievable how, how he can take on the full back and that's the danger it really is serious danger all across the field for Ballyhill Shamrocks but Glenmore looking to cause a bit of problems of their own now as the corner forward Mark Aver looks to get his hand on the ball it is a sideline cut deep in the opposition territory so there may be half a chance here if Alan Murphy can get it um, to put the ball in and over the bar for a four point it would be some score it must be said just shy of the 20 metre line a very tight angle but a man of his um, calibre could easily put this over the bar if he hits it and connects with it properly he's going to go short rather now and he does go short finds number 8 for Glenmore that is of course Shane Murphy today and Murphy goes to the left and wide he'll be disappointed with that brilliant hook there to stop a goal scoring opportunity just a minute ago um, for Glenmore but he'll be disappointed with that one as Dean Mason comes with another long puck out looks for own Cody that's a brilliant catch it's own Keneally I should say rather both wearing the same helmet today so I've been mistaken a couple of times but a brilliant pass from Keneally he finds Paddy Mullen, Mullen making that run from midfield deep into the, the Glenmore full back line. He comes out and finds his namesake, Adrian Mullen. Adrian fails to get the ball into his hand, but he does this time and goes back all the way to Darrell Corkin. Corkin's going to have a strike. He hits a cross field ball. It's a dangerous ball. Where's this going to drop? It's going to drop into the hands of Owen Keneally. Keneally turns, has his first score of the day, does he? He does indeed. A brilliant score from Owen Keneally. He's caused problems so far set up some scores but he's got his first score of the game um, it is Ballyhill Shermox 1-7 Glenmore 5 points not great use of the ball there again yeah it's just, it's just a use of possession and giving it to the lad in the right position and uh, as you mentioned already uh, Owen Keneally playing very well 31 on his back but he's in the corner he's out wing he's he's getting onto ball he's delivering good ball playing really really well yeah a poor puck out there from Tommy Dunn that's gone straight to Owen Cody you can't afford to do that against Ballyhill Shermox because Owen Cody puts it straight over the bar and that is another score for him 1-3 for Owen Cody brilliant 
start to the game for him and they are 1-8 to 5 points up from seemingly nowhere Taggy they've just raced into a 6 point lead yeah exactly yeah and, and like you know what it's probably only in third gear at the minute you know but the passes begin to go astray from Glenn Moore and, and Ballyhay just latching on to TJ Reid there as well just latching on to that again yeah another poor pass that went astray and went to TJ Reid but Ballyhay failed uh, to bear the fruit of that attack and Glenn Moore can luckily enough for them come out with the ball they go in long again seems to be applied to find that full forward line Eaton Fielding and Jerry Edward in particular looking for the ball but it hasn't worked since the early exchanges of this game Mullen deep again finds own Cody again we've seen that repeated two or three times now in the game Cody this time doesn't go for his own score he finds Paddy Mullen who has a chance to get his second score of the game and he's not going to make any mistake from there brilliant score from the midfielder Paddy Mullen and Taggy Glenmore must be disappointed with what's happening here ah yeah look the last five minutes uh, T or um, Valley Hill have really kind of found their form but uh, what's impressive is, the, is their vision and they're running from deep you know the likes of uh, Roland Corn, Paddy Mullen there on two points just they're running from deep and just the look for that ball and spreading spreading the width of it yeah it, it really is and a long puck out again from Tommy Dunn in the Glenmore ball they're trying to mix it up but to no avail really because Shamrock whether they go short or long team to be getting their hands on possession all the time they do again through Paddy Munn who's had a strong start to this game Ballyhale looking for a foul but there is no foul there in the case referee Sean Clear Keneally now with a chance he's got a score just a little earlier this time he finds own Cody again a brilliant creator is Keneally he finds Cody he finds Mullen this time it's a reverse a rolls reverse and Mullen will be really disappointed with that never connected with it all it goes to the left and wide it is Shamrock's 1-9 Glenmore 5 points this game of course brought with you brought to you with thanks to Jerry Comfort Drilling Limited well drilling services Pilltown Kilkenny see Jerry Comfort Drilling dot ie a puck out now for Glenmore it's Tommy Dunn again he's had this hand mentioned him quite a bit yeah. in this game because he's taken a lot of puck outs a lot of scores and a lot of chances actually gone missing for Valley Hill Shamrocks but it's a poor puck out again and Shamrocks win it through Adrian Mullen Mullen coming forward now he's been really busy in the early since the opening quarter of this game now 16 and a half minutes gone in UPMC Nolan Park Mullen comes back out finds I believe that is Uncanelia it is rather I think it's Ronan Corkin rather Ronan the captain Corkin, today and yeah. Corkin puts it in over the bar oh, brilliant score from the Shamrocks there uh, Taggy that was a superb score ah, superb Corkin. score yeah very individual score on, on the sideline and Ferris was two or three Glenmore men around him and that's what's happening Glenmore getting sucked in they're kind of ball watching they're, they're following the ball and two or three going to him and next thing Bally Hill one person win it and there's two runners on the side and that's that's, that's what's breaking them down yeah 110 to 5 points here at the home of Kilkenny Hurl again the puck out is lost by Glenmore they can't afford to keep doing this Canini finds Derek Corkin who steamrolls rolls through and looks to find own Cody but it's well dealt with by Shane Murphy the Glenmore midfielder who goes long again looking for Fielding and Aylward and um, his namesake Mark Aylward of course they're the full forward line for Glenmore today and after a promising start from them they really have failed to get their hands on the ball here's one man who hasn't that's Adrian Mullen again he looks for own Cody in the forward line he finds Cody again and Cody now with a serious chance to run through on goal but he's lost it he just lost possession it looked like a serious chance there for Cody to run through he had Colin Fenley to his right if he had found him maybe Fenley would have got on the score sheet but not to be and Glenmore come out with the ball uh, it is found into Mark Aylward this time Aylward turns can he get his first score of the game he has a strike that is going in and that is going over the bar brilliant score from Mark Aylward desperately desperately needed for Glenmore they haven't scored in quite a bit and it is 110 to 6 points great score there Taggy uh, brilliant score yeah and the difference with that ball was look, it wasn't head high it wasn't up in the sky it was one bounce into the into the hand and that's unmarkable you know that they need more of that Glenmore needs to get to that delivery into that full forward line like yeah. that yes but here comes Sharmock down the other and Niall Short on now running through on goal and he finds the back of the net brilliant finish the first goal of course coming from the other corner forward on Cody the second from Niall Short on brilliantly there turned his defender and made no mistake with the finish Ballyhale Sharmock's 2-10 Glen 
10 more, six points. Taggy, dare I say it, is a game up already. Yeah, look at 210, six points. Valley Hale are really just kind of putting the pressure on at second goal. And you look, there could be another goal by Colin Fenley. I can see another two or three goals coming from Valley Hale if Glenmore doesn't uh, tighten up the ship. Certainly can. Just as we said, they got a great score. They can see a really gut wrenching goal. But Liam Hennessy comes up the other end, and that ball goes to the left and wide. Another opportunity goes a begging for Glenmore. But just after they got kind of ended their own drought, to concede a goal like that is um, criminal stuff, really, Taggy. Isn't yeah, it? absolutely. Yeah. Look, they're playing at the minute. The last ten minutes, playing second fiddle to, to Bally Hill. Uh, they're just chasing. They're chasing Bally Hill uh, down the line, and they're not getting nothing out of it. There, here's Colin Fenley now. Keneally found a brilliant. He's out in the corner of the pitch, but he comes back inside. Finds CJ Reid. Reid with a brilliant hand pass. I think that's Ronan Corkin running through again, but Corkin fails to get the ball into his hand, and Glenn Moore can come out with it. But so many half opportunities for Bally Hill. They've been really, really creative with their use of the ball. It's own Cody who picks it up again. A chance for another score from Cody, and that has gone in and gone over the bar right from the edge of the area or from the, the, the far sideline here at Nolan Park at the newsstand brilliant score there from brilliant, Cody absolutely brilliant score and look Robbie I don't know if it's in the jerseys or not but you talk about intermediate teams and senior teams obviously Ballyhead a seasoned senior hurling team in, in Ireland never mind Kilkenny they're just bigger they look powerful you know they just look a bigger bigger outfit towards them more yeah, they're really turning it on here today, must be said, Ballyhill, a really disappointing final round league defeat to Tullerone, but they've been in brilliant form, as they always are for the championship, it must be said, they really do know when to peak over the last couple of years, and <laughs> of course they do know when to peak when they're four in a row champions, going for a record-breaking fifth county championship, but it is a sideline ball now for Glenmore, and they'll have half an opportunity maybe to create a scoring chance to Alan Murphy, he goes short with it, it goes back into Murphy, Murphy now has a chance to put it in and over the bar, and you can see Alan Murphy's quality there, a brilliant score, his first from play, a fourth in total and it is Ballyhale Shermock's 2-11 Glenmore 7 points 10 points between the sides Taggy they just need to keep rattling on the points if they can yeah exactly yeah. they need to stem the tightest bit from, from Ballyhale and just rattle on the points as you said really good score from Alan Murphy but you'd wonder where the scores are going to come from they need to pick it up from the back Yes, they certainly do. And Glenmore come in with the ball again. It's found Ger Aylward now. Can Aylward put the ball in over the bar? Can they get consecutive points? He goes back out to, I believe that is, Alan Murphy. Murphy puts it in, and that's gone in and over the bar. It's not Alan Murphy, rather. Liam Hennessy, I believe it was. Centre forward. First score of the day for Liam. A really good score for him. And another score that's needed. Nine points between the sides. 2 11 to 8 points. Dean Mason goes into the halfway line, and he has for almost all of his puckouts. But Glenmore come out with it again. Finally winning a couple of puckouts. That goes in. It's a strike. Another chance for Glenmore to put it over the bar and they do three points in a row for Glenmore this time through their left half back Billy Reid and that's a good response from Glenmore after that camp or that short I'll go let's just say rather um, yeah like absolutely yeah they, they need them points need everything to go over the bar and need a little, little, little look as well but uh, really good response to that goal uh, three points on the trot uh, to keep them in the game yeah three points on the trot as Taggy says 2-11 Two nine points here at Nolan Park in favour of the Shamrocks, taking on intermediate champions from last year, Glenmore. But Owen Cody comes out with the ball again. A brilliant start from him, a blistering start. One four already from play from the young hurler of the year in 2020 and 2021. He finds number nine, Paddy Mullen. There was two points to his own name. He finds Adrian Mullen. Mullen now looking for his second score of the game, and that truly is a magnificent point from Adrian Mullen here at the near side at Nolan Park in the old stand on his left hand side, put it straight between the posts, and the quality on display by some of these lads. It really is inter-county level. You can uh, see why yeah. they wear a Kilkenny jersey Absolutely. year in, year out. Yeah, and, he, and even like the likes of Paddy Mullen there, under pressure, didn't panic though. You know, just had turned left, turned twice and, and, and saw Adrian Mullen and just thought it over to him. And a really good
good score. Hard, a hard score on the sideline, but just effortlessly over the bar on his left. It was, yes. Here is another Kilkenny man who, of course, plays in the goal for Kilkenny Owen Murphy, but he's uh, playing centre-back today. Finds Ger Aylward, and Aylward wins the free. Good play there from them more. That's what they were doing earlier on when they had yeah. the lead, Taggy, and they probably need to get back to doing that. Would you agree? That's it, yeah. Look, that full forward line, that, that, that's their play. Hit that full forward line as much as you can. Ger Aylward after winning the last two balls. He's on Joey Holden. No, no, no short feet to mark and Joey Holden. Uh, but Jer, really, really good hurler. But the quality of the ball needs to be a little bit better. You know, he's putting it up head high. You know, a defender coming from behind can just bat it out. They need to put him that ball on the ground uh, for the forward's advantage. Yes, certainly do. Alan Murphy now with a chance to get his fifth score today and a fourth from a free, and you would think he's not going to miss this. Hopefully they don't put the commentator's curse on him, but um, <laughs> for a man of his um, standards, really, Alan Murphy uh, will pop this one over the bar, you would think, and make it an eight-point game. Just as I'm speaking, he lifts the ball, strikes and does put it in over the bar good score from Alan Murphy needed again a good response to a brilliant point from Adrian Mullen and it is Ballyhill's Hermox 2-12 Glenmore 10 points 23 minutes gone here 7 minutes of normal time remaining in the first half Mason goes along with the ball this time looking for TJ Reid Reid looking to catch it doesn't get his hands on it but own Cody is broken away and has a chance he lifts it up has his eyes on goal now is he going to put it in over the bar Cody he does. That's a brilliant score from Owen Cody from a really tight angle. He got in possession far too easily, it must be said, um, and put it in and over the bar. Nine-point game once more. Um, they're really going to have to tighten up on Cody. That's 1-5 already. Yeah, 1-5. And school, ball, school, school stuff uh, there. Just a breaking ball. And, and in behind, Owen Cody just read it like an intelligent corner forward does. And just no one on him. And just put it over the bar. But 1-5, they really have to up, t up tight ship on him. Yeah, another poor poke out there from Glenn Moore. There seem to be kind of mixed messages coming in between the goalkeeper and and the forward line because they're not picking up a lot of their own puckers but they have won the ball there back through Geraldward who drops deep he looks to find that left half back Billy Reid who has a score to his name already has that gone in and over the bar it certainly has brilliant score there from Billy Reid I believe that's his second of the game and a great score there Geraldward done really well coming back mixing up the play taggy and a great great finish yeah absolutely yeah, I think Gerald's at the drop and out a bit oh, he's gone back in actually yeah but he came out to feed late but in fairness to Glenmore they've only two wides to their name so anything they're getting any chances they're getting they're putting it over the bar they are and here's a brilliant catch again from GJ Reid certainly on parallel when it comes to feeling the ball from a puck out um, but Glenmore do come out with the ball because TJ unfortunately lost his foot from the Ballyhill Sharmouth's point of view and Glenmore have a chance again through Billy Reid the left half back can he get his third score of the game it's a brilliant strike but it's gone this time to the right and wide disappointing for Billy but certainly um, an avenue to the score is Billy Reid from the half back line that's always something to have a, a good weapon in your arsenal Taggy yeah absolutely yeah um, and it seems to be a feature of the modern game uh, wing back scoring from long distance and uh, definitely uh, Billy Reid has, has the potential yeah, 8 points between the sides here but Ballet's very much look to get their hands on the ball 2.13 to 11 points it is the right corner forward Niall Shorthold already has a goal to his name he could be looking for another goal here he goes through referee Sean Clear indicates there is a free but it's a free out this time the advantage had been played and to free out for Glenmore they needed that it must be said um, steps by Niall Shortall I should say is the reason for the free out and Glenmore have a chance to relieve the pressure five minutes to go until half time can they find a goal I suppose a goal is really what they would want to ah, yeah, look at the points but a goal would be great for them a goal before half time would, would, would be absolutely brilliant for Glenmore to bring them right back into the game uh, really for Glenmore for me it's the back line have to tighten up on their forward we said it before the game started their half back line need, really needs to stick and when they get on top they deliver good ball and they're getting rotation from the full forward line they certainly are but here come the Shamrocks again and as you rightly alluded to Taggy that back line is very loose and they come forward and that's Derek Corcoran the left half back 
for Ballyhale's Shamrocks, putting it in and over the bar. 2.14 to 11 points, 2.14, only 26 minutes gone. It is really great scoring um, from the Shamrocks, and they'll be delighted with their exploits so far from an offensive point of view. A nine-point game here at UPMC Nolan Park as goalkeeper Tommy Dunn this time goes short, finds number eight, Shane Murphy. Murphy looking to break through the lines now. If he looks out wide, there's a missing man, but he doesn't find him again. The idea is to go into the full forward line and to no avail because Shamrocks come out with the ball and it's Joey Holland who finds Ronan Corkin and that ball now goes long and they look in for Colin Finley. Colin Finley who's been rather quiet it must be said in this game won a free a little bit earlier but other than that maybe hasn't been um, up to too much as you, as you would expect um, but the Glenmore come out with the ball but this time Tommy Dunn has gone in and out for a sideline ball on the far side of the pitch and the Shamrocks look to go quick with it. Own Cody completely missed the ball it seems with the ball's going to be played on because he must have got some sort of a touch on that sideline ball um, it is Own Canelli who picks it up he finds Adrian Munn again deep in his own half one and playing almost a quarterback role um, some people would refer to it as and it goes in long this time looking for TJ Reid Reid can't get his hands on it but Colin Finley using that strength and that now to get his hands on the ball this time he offloads it onto Reid can Reid find somebody he does he finds Ronan Corkin breaking through the middle Corkin has a chance and that goes in and over the bar a really good score there from Ronan Corcoran and Ballyhill Shermox move into a double digit lead again 215 to 11 points great use of the ball tag I know we've constantly repeated this but yeah. Reid and Fenley there with great hand passing and eventually Corcoran slotting in over the bar yeah absolutely yeah and it's the, like if you look at it there's two midfielders on two points so they're, they're just running from deep and just looking from here from up in the stand they're always making runs and they're not being tracked by Glenn Moore men I don't know whether Glenn Moore lads are getting sucked in or not but it's just that they're not tracking the runs and they have to track the runs from Ballyhill they really do Yes, they are a bit loose in defence and you can't afford to be in any way loose against Ballyhill Shermocks because they will punish you. Seems to be just a pause and play at the Colin moment. Finley Colin Finley changing his helmet there. Yeah. Yeah. He his looks helmet. a bit rusty, Robbie, doesn't he? I'd say back from America and stuff. In yeah, why do you think? How, how difficult would you say that is? Tagging? Joe Holden uh, at the other end of the pitch, you know, these are great players over the years, but coming back must be difficult. Look, it is difficult. I know they're hurling out there, but it's a different ball game. I know the level's getting better, but definitely a different ball. Coming into the Kenny Senior Hurling Championship, you know, the first game for him, they're going to struggle smaller, but this game will bring him on massively. You would have thought so. Alan Murphy was blocked there, but the chance isn't gone because Jerry Elwood looks to get his hand on the ball. He does eventually. Can he put it over the bar? Create an angle to put it over the bar. Great play from Aylward, and that does go in over the black spot. A really good score from Jerry Aylward. He made a lot out of a little there, it must be said. Really good score from the full forward. That's his second point from play, and it is Shamrocks 2.15, Glenmore 12 points as we approach half time. Another good score there from Jerry Aylward, and he's been busy today. Yeah, I know he is. I look, Jerry's a quality hurler, you know, he's out centre forward now as well. So you need you need your best hurlers on the ball. You need the ball, get, getting them over the bar as well. And, and Jerry's quality, you know, he just needs more ball into him. Yeah, Jerry Aylward going out centre forward. Alan Murphy seems to be playing full forward at the moment as Glenmore pick up possession deep in their own half. They have it through Richie Hennessy now. Hennessy goes in long, looking for the centre forward, Liam Hennessy. But it's TJ Reid, who is in his own half once more, comes out with it, finds Adrian Mullen. Mullen now will turn, lift his head up. What's the chance? He's going for his own score this time, Adrian Mullen. And that ball has gone in and it has gone... Over the bar. Over the bar, I believe, yes. Uh, uh, prolonged uh, waving of the flag there from the umpire. But Over the shoulder on Mullen. the field. Yes, what a score. Uh, unbelievable score from Adrian Mullen. That's a third from play for him. He's been really excellent um, in this opening half. 2.16 to 12 points as Glenmore look to come forward with the ball. Can they pick it up? It is Shane Murphy again. Another man who's got on a lot of ball today. He breaks through the field. Can he get a, a score? He puts it in and that goes over the bar. Another good score 
from Shane Murphy. That's his... Playing really well. Yes, a good score from Murphy. That's his first of the game, getting on a lot of ball. But Glenmore's problems, as you've rightfully said, Taggy, isn't putting the ball over the bar or, or missing chances. It's actually down the other end. Yeah, really, it, it? it's just down the other end. That's how powerful the forward line of Ballyhale are. But it's the, when Glenmore half back lane's on top, they seem to be in the game a lot more. Yeah, they certainly do. It's a short puck out this time from Dean Mason as he mixes it up, finds Adrian Mullen, who has been really brilliant in that creative role. Uh, he looks to go forward, but again, it is Glenmore who can get their hands on the ball through Richie Hennessy. Hennessy comes out with it now, finds Alan Murphy. Murphy looks forward. Can Jarrell get his hands on this? If he does, there might be half a scoring opportunity on for a man of his quality, but it goes on wide on the near side here. He'll be disappointed with that, uh, shooting into that new stand behind the goal there. He had a go right on the sideline here, but it just went wide at the near post, and the ball comes out quick through Dean Mason, he looks for Munden again, but it's well dealt with by Ethan Phelan, who hasn't been involved after an early score um, all that much, and uh, he can't get his hand on the ball this time either, because Adrian Munden picks it up and goes forward with it for the Shamrocks, but it, oh, nearly a misplaced pass, they found the hands of Phelan, but he couldn't get it there, as Shamrocks look for a free, but I believe it will be a sideline ball instead, so maybe yeah, good work rate. Yeah, good work right there from Glenn Moore, must be said, and they go short very, very quickly with the line ball, but the referee Sean Clear is indicating that it has to be taken again um, for whatever reason. So we have a nine point game here, 2.16 to 30 points. We're into additional time at UPMC Nolan Park and Glenmore if they can knock on a point here and maybe another one. They maybe will be in with half a shout um, come half time, but they do take that line ball quickly. It looks for Alan Murphy. If Murphy can get his hand on the ball here, there's a chance on, but he doesn't. And the Shamrocks come out with it again. They go along this time. Own Cody's going to go up and try and catch that ball, but he doesn't. He fails to do so. Glenmore come out with it. Glenmore now down the line, but it will be Cody again looking for it. But TJ Reid who gets his hands on the ball. And TJ Reid, we couldn't have a better view of that. That goes in and over the bar. Tommy Nunn nearly got uh, a block on it, but a brilliant score there from the left half forward for Ballyhill. Shermox, a first from play, if I'm not mistaken, from TJ Reid, and a third in total. Ballyhill Shermox, 217, Glenmore. 13 points. Glenmore goes short with the puck out this time. Ballyhill Shermox opting against um, pressing that puck out but they look to deal with it deep in their own half. It is Glenmore who look to get their hands on the ball this time. It's through their centre forward Liam Hennessy. Hennessy comes back out the field. It's through the midfielder now. Richie Hennessy. Hennessy can he turn and find a Glenmore man? A man in that green and gold jersey. He can't. He goes to Ballyhill Shermox again through Ronan Corcoran. Corcoran has a strike looking for his third of the game and the Ballyhill Shermox captain makes no mistake. Again Taggy. Brilliant score from Corcoran but Glenmore chiefly losing the ball and they're made to pay for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just losing the ball in possession. And I think that, that's probably the, the key factor. Ballyhale, when they up their work rate and when they break down Glenmore and overturn possession, that's when they're at most dangerous because Glenmore are out of position, they're out of form and they can just go straight down the middle. Half time there, probably as we say, 218 to 13 points. Glenmore will have it all to do of course and they probably need to get goals and they haven't got a sniff of one yet yeah Sean Clear does indicate that it is half time as you say Taggy it is 218 to 13 points in favour of the county champions one point from play from Dara Corcoran three points from Ronan Corcoran two from his midfield compatriot Paddy Mullen three from Adrian Mullen one from Owen Keneally three from TJ Reid a goal and five from Owen Cody who has been marvellous in that first half and a goal from his opposite corner forward to Niall Shortall that's the 218 for the Shamrocks for Glenmore I should say it is Billy Reid for two points from left half back one point from Shane Murphy five from Alan Murphy four of them coming from freeze a point for centre forward Liam Hennessy one point for Ethan Phelan in the right corner forward two points for Jerry Elward in the captain today of course for Glenmore in full forward and then the final point for Glenmore coming from their left corner forward Mark Elward before we hand back to the studio here Taggy um, 
you know, we don't want to say it, but what are Glenmore going to have to do? They're going to have to hit the back of the net early, you would say, in the second half. Ah, yeah, look, uh, for me, yeah, Robbie, the, the, the intensity is not really there for a championship match. They, they really have to go at uh, Ballyhale Shamrocks and, and hit them hard. They're probably going to need a goal or two. I don't see where it's going to come from, to be honest. There's a lot of goal, ball going into full forward line, which they're making use of, but no real threat uh, for a goal in there yet. And Ballyhale, when they get going, they're going to be a very hard te- team to, to stop. I can see another goal or two in them. Um, as I said, Glenmore playing very well, you know, four wides, uh, so their use of the ball has been very good. Um, their half forward line is probably not in it as much as you'd like. Uh, Liam Hennessy, Ian Byrne, and Alan Murphy, apart from Freeze, um, you know, they need to get, get a grasp on the game. Uh, any half back line dominating in any match, Robbie, I feel that they kind of dominate the game, you know, and that's proven to show when, say, the half back line of Glenmore on top, they're more in the game. But Bally Hale, as I said, Owen Cody absolutely on fire. Adrian Mullen, three points from play, on fire as well. They're going to have it all to do, Glenmore. Ballyhale are probably in third gear, uh, a lot more in them. Just to, before we do hand back into the studio, there one point that I want to pick up on, Taggy. You said it's lack of intensity. Um, the other game last night, the first round championship game between O'Loughlin Gales and Mundle was the complete opposite to that. Why do you feel this game is lacking in that sort of intensity that you would associate with championship hurling? Because as we've constantly mentioned on the show throughout the you know throughout the years, really, um, championship is completely different to league, but it doesn't seem to be the case today. Yeah, no, absolutely, and maybe it is the fact of their conditioning. Um, Belly Hale, or as, as mentioned already, they're so phys- physically strong, uh, you know, big men, and just used to kind of breaking tackles. I haven't seen too many Glenmore guys. They're up from intermediate, and not thought maybe they're obviously good, really good conditioned men but not as conditioned as Bally Hale and they're not able they're getting pushed back in the tackles and I suppose maybe that's the intensity and fitness levels it's just a difficult efficient Nolan Park you know it's a big field big spread and it's, it's nice hurling but that real kind of drive of I want to win this game I feel is not there well, thanks very much for the moment, Taggy. We will, of course, be hearing from you um, in the second half. Before that, we'll hand back to you in studio, Shane, here at UPMC Nolan Park at halftime in the first round of the St. Candice Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship. It is Ballyhill Shamrocks 2.18, Glenmore 13 points. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back very shortly. KCLR Live Sport. The Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship. Ballyhill Shamrocks versus Glenmore. With thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling Limited. Well Drilling Services Piltown. Jerry Comerford Drilling.ie. Yes, they may as well. And the game is about to recommence here as the ball is thrown in by the referee, Sean Clear. Both sides back out on the field, and we are underway for this second half. 11 points the difference, as I mentioned at halftime, as TJ Reid gets his hands on the ball. And a, a, a rather unusual misplaced touch there, but he goes across the pitch as he gets it again. That's a brilliant pass out to Adrian Mullen. You really would have to marvel at the talent on show here today. Mullen looks up, looks for the first score in the second half, but that has gone wide again. I believe a third wide of the day for Adrian Mullen, but nevertheless, a really good performance from him. He does have three points to his name already, and Glenmore come out with another sharp hook out. They don't seem to be changing that, but Glenmore looked to get in now another kind of tussle for possession at the far side of the pitch in front of the newsstand, in front of the management team there. I believe there is one change of cornerback for Glenmore. I'll get that to you as soon as I see it, but that may well be Sean Duggan coming off there I'm not sure who has come on in his place as soon as I know I will of course let you know or maybe Taggy might even spot him and bail me out here it's actually 29 my vision is not great now but I think it's Brian O'Donoghue in for Glenmore yeah Brian O'Donoghue in for Sean Duggan I believe it is at right corner back so that is the change for Glenmore as Taggy mentioned across the first half 
very loose in defence and that's the personnel change they have made there good for something Robbie good for, something. <laughs> <laughs> good for a lot of things Taggy here come the Shamrocks again through Derek Corkin Corkin coming out with the ball he got a score in the first half a brilliant score did Derek Corkin he finds Adrian Mullen Mullen was fouled there it seemed like by the number 5 for Glenmore Philip Roach but the play is allowed to continue and O'Connell looks to get his hand on the ball there's another bit of a kind of congestion looking for it there but Adrian Mullen uh, picks it up but he can't again it's a lot of uh, mishandling there from both sets of players but Glenmore eventually get their hands on it and go into the forward line looking for Mark Aylward or um, he can't get his hands on the ball and Ballyhale come out with it again through Brian Butler but again a lot of misplaced that uh, handling early on here and the Glenmore crowd a rowdy Glenmore crowd throughout that first half are looking for a free in they don't get it the lines woman today a lines woman of course um, alongside Sean Clear that today's uh, referee uh, decides it is a sideline ball for Ballyhill Shamrocks 218 2.13 points 32 minutes gone no score in the first two minutes of the second half here at UPMC Nolan Park um, it will just be a line ball here a little stoppage in play and Ballyhale now will look to come out with it through the right half back Evan Sheffield wearing a green helmet and some very flashy red boots it must be said compared to the other um, players today yeah. Sheffield now with a line ball and he comes out and it looks for Adrian Mullen doesn't find him but again that ball's into the space it is collected by the number 29 for Glenmore Aaron O'Neill and O'Neill uh, looks to come out with it here comes Glenmore again but it's a poor pass similar to what was happening in the first half losing possession around the halfway line and Ballyhale tend to punish you will they punish them again of course they do it is Owen Keneally the centre forward where number 31 I believe or rather it was the, the left corner forward I should say I was mistaken in saying Keneally I believe it was Niall Shortall yeah. with that point there so a goal in the point for Niall Shortall first score of the second half 219 to 13 points 12 points between the teams long yeah. poke out from Tommy Dunn um, here come Glenmore again looking to get their hands on the ball can they? no they can't because Owen Keneally picks it up and comes out with it through Brian Butler here's Derek Corkin now Corkin goes in low looking for Adrian Mullen seems to be a bit of a miss hit and Glenmore do pick up and tidy it up in the half back line through their left half back Billy Reid two points in the first half this time he's looking to find Jerry Elward in the full forward line fails to do so and Ronan Corkin or Paddy Mullen I should say comes out with it. a brilliant ball in there looking for Colin Fenley I think it is and can Fenley get his hands on the ball he can't but he's won a free again he's done that so much throughout the years brilliant to use in his body up against the fullback for Glenmore today Owen Aylward referee Sean Clear decides it's a free in and another chance for TJ Reid great play great full forward play there from uh, Colin Fenley wasn't it yeah absolutely yeah. Look, the biggest thing in the full forward line you want to make the ball stick when it goes in you want to make it stick or get something from it and that's Colin just totally using his body uh, Owen Aylward you know in fairness if Colin got that ball into his hand probably was going to be a goal so Owen Aylward fouled him probably maybe the right thing to do in ways but uh, such a hard man to, especially when it's one on one inside you know that's what they're trying to create or trying to create one on ones or maybe a two on one scenario yes TJ Reid puts that in and over the bar straight in front of the post couldn't have been an easier free for TJ and Glenmore look to come out with it again just tagging very briefly someone like Colin Finley because the Shamrocks as we alluded to in the first half used possession brilliantly but it's a really good direct route to have also isn't it uh, absolutely yeah I, uh, I suppose <laughs> I won't say I'm old school but I think an out ball to the full forward line is so important and they need a ball winner in there and that's Colin Fenley for you. Certainly is. Here's Glenn Moore now coming through with their number eight, Shane Murphy. But Murphy brilliantly blocked here and it is um, Brian Butler coming out with the ball for the Shamrocks. Here they come again. He looks up. It's Paddy Mullen. He goes in long this time. Who's he going to find? TJ Reid looking to feel this. Can't get his hands on the ball but he breaks it down for Adrian Mullen. Mullen solo and true on goal now. Is there a goal scoring opportunity on? There may well be but the pass goes the other side of Colin Fenley and Fenley has to turn back out. If he looks up here, can he find 
behind the Shamrocks man. He can indeed. That's a brilliant pass out to Ronan Cork. And Cork and looks up, looking for his first score in the second half. Fails to get it, but finds Adrian Mullen. Brilliant pick off from Mullen off the back of the hurl. Has a strike at goal, but it's well stopped by Tommy Dunn in the goal. Didn't seem to be a goal scoring opportunity on there, but Adrian Mullen certainly seen there was one. Uh, and a good save from Tommy Dunn. Glenmore come up the other end of the pitch through Mark Aylward. Aylward looking for a cross field ball to find Jerry Aylward, his namesake. Aylward looking up now. Can he get his first score in the second half? Aylward strikes, and that ball goes to the left and wide disappointing there five minutes gone the second half Ballyhale Claremox 220 Glenmore 13 points Glenmore yet to score in the second half Taggy and we said they needed a fast start in the second half yeah absolutely yeah good ball in there by um by the, by the half hour I think to, the, to Dean Byrne I think he put it in but uh, a poor wide by Jerry Edward that, uh, and Adrian Mullen had a knife for goal there well outside the 21 but I think they may be trying to try put away Glenmore early they're trying to say they may well be here's Owen Cody now looking to do so but he fails to get his hand on the ball and Glenmore come out with it is through their half back Billy Reid Reid looking for that cross field ball again but to no avail because Shermox will pick it up through Brian Butler who came in of course a late inclusion in today's team for Darren Mullen did Butler go out with the ball there it seems to be a line ball for Glenmore is what the linesman is indicating and I believe it will be a line ball uh, for Glenmore but there is a brief stoppage in play here another substitution for uh, last year's intermediate champions that is number 18 Colm Roach is on and off for Glenmore is the midfielder Richie Hennessy so Roach on for Hennessy there as Alan Murphy lines up this sideline cut on the far side of the pitch in front of the new stand yeah, Murphy goes short again that's been a kind of ever present in the first half and it's including in the second half and they get a good score out of a good score there from Glenmore Murphy found his centre forward Liam Hennessy who made no mistake put it in and over the bar and a much needed score for Glenmore yeah absolutely yeah and like we need Liam Hennessy and Ian Byrne you need them guys on the ball now if they're going to take on uh, this Ballyhale team but a really good score uh, 14 points to 220 still a lot in it yeah still a lot in it it must be said of course 12 points in it but um uh, Glenmore will have to eat into that lead at some stage if they want to get back into this game and there's no better way to do it than putting the ball in and over the bar can the halfback Philip Roach do so here he looks to find I think it was Aylward there but Mark Aylward couldn't get his hand on the ball and Shamrocks will come out with it once more seems to be a constant team across the game where Glenmore are not mis are misusing the ball I should say rather and, and the Shamrocks are able to break away and move up the other end of the pitch and this time they're doing it through TJ Reid Reid finds Derek Corker and Corker now has loads of space in front of him a man of his talent could easily put this ball over the bar he strikes it and that goes in and that goes over no it goes wide rather uh, again the umpire taking this time there um, yeah. to signal that the ball went wide but a disappointing miss there from Derek Corker disappointing miss yeah and then the half forward line of Valley Hale are dropping so deep leaving a load of space inside for the full forward line and the half back line of, of Glamour are following them up the field they really are but as we say now Glenmore coming forward with the ball it's Jerry we're looking to get his hands on it but he fails to do so and there's going to be a bit of a rustle for possession here at the far side of the pitch but it has gone through Liam Hennessy now the centre forward got a score there and looking for it again that ball's going to fall in and it goes out for a 65 seemed that the goalkeeper Dean Mason was scrambling there could have dropped in and over his head into the back of the net but Mason scrambled and done well to put it behind for a 65 which Alan Murphy will take yeah, but it was, um, it was a dangerous ball yeah. it was kind of I don't know if it's top spin on it or not he kind of mishit it and just flying into the top corner and in fairness to uh, D Mason he kind of backtracked and just slotted it out for a 65 yeah. but a, a dangerous ball in and you know Glenmore as we said already are going to need goals if they're going to win this game they are and they nearly got one there my eyes I thought my eyes were deceiving me for a minute just seemed to be falling into the top corner um, from a from a fair distance ball and Murphy now will have the chance to get a second consecutive score for Glenmore and reduce the deficit to 11 points Murphy Eyeing it up, 
lifting and striking and that ball goes in and goes wide from Alan Murphy a really disappointing miss from him he's had a 100% success record on the freeze to date but he's missed one there today that is a 65 of course not a free but nevertheless another scoring opportunity goes a begging for Glenmore the puck out is taken long and Owen Cody looks to get his hands on it again no score in the second half 1-5 in the first half a brilliant individual performance Reed looking for Mullen nearly got into the hand but it goes through to Tommy Dunn and Dunn can come out with the ball now look like a serious goal scoring opportunity there if Mullen had have found the ball um, but he failed to do so just went to the left of him and into Tommy Dunn who was very grateful to gather possession Glenmore now would be grateful if they could get a goal scoring opportunity but they can't at the moment to do win a sideline cut at the far end of the pitch but don't seem to be able to work the opportunities at all Taggy um, no no definitely not no and, and the game is even I don't know even flatter than the first half but it, yes. it's very subdued I don't know if there's the crowd or not I, I don't know but it's a very flat kind of sort of game and I think either team has to really go into their full stride yeah it is a very strange game for a first round championship game it's more akin to a first round league game in all honesty and I think Glenmore will be really disappointed with their performance so far but the Shamrocks won't be disappointed with their performance or result that they come out with it again I think it's Colin Fenley now can he get his first score of the game he strikes but it goes in and goes straight into Tommy Dunn and he'll be disappointed with that one will Colin Fenley but Glenmore can come out with the ball again through their midfielder or rather their centre forward Liam Hennessy Hennessy looks to go or it is Shane Murphy the midfielder he finds Liam Hennessy Hennessy he got a score early in the second half can he get another score here he can't because it's brilliantly blocked by Richie Reid who has been um, rather quite in this game but done his job um, to the highest standard as he always seems to do as Shamrocks come forward with the ball it is number 18 for Glenmore Colin Rocha picks it up and they come forward again through the half hour like Ian Byrne very quiet first half for Ian Byrne this time he looks up and that ball goes in and goes over the bar and that is a brilliant score I think Ian Byrne didn't get it he rather found Philip Roach and I believe it was the substitute yeah. um, who got who got the point there Colin Roach I Colin Roach yeah. yeah yeah really good score under pressure just turned on his right and, and swung it over the bar uh, brilliant score to 15 points to Glenmore 220 to yeah, but here comes TJ Reid maybe a half goal scoring opportunity on here Reid finds his man it is uh, Campbell or Shortall rather Shortall looking for second goal of the game doesn't get it it's Colin Fenley he turns back out can he get a score maybe the goal scoring chance might be gone or maybe it's not because he has a strike but it hits the post hit the post again and it comes back out and Glenmore getting up the other end of the pitch with a goal scoring chance there a chance for a third goal today um, it was Niall Shortall who had a half a chance there to get his second goal wasn't to be but the Shamrocks now have gathered possession again goes across the pitch from Ronan Corcoran into Dara Corcoran Corcoran didn't get his hand on the ball there but there's so much time to pick it up lift up his head strike and the ball goes in he's looking for a cross field ball into Fenley again who's been a bit busier in this second half but that ball goes out um, for a sideline cut and it will be going out the way for Glenmore but um, Taggy a goal scoring opportunity there for Niall Shortall but uh, just, yeah. just went wide uh, or just hit the post like Shortall had the strike was hooked and then he came out to Colin and hit the post and back out but that, that, that's three goal scoring opportunities in the last maybe seven or eight minutes for Ballyhale uh, you know, so they are putting the pressure on. But for me, for Belly Hill, it's the spread of the ball, their vision to cross the field, you know, to one guy and then to switch it across to the other corner in the full forward line. Just superb. Yeah, Paddy Mullen now looking for short haul. They can't get the ball in over the bar because it was a brilliant block there from Liam Hennessy deep in his own half. But the Shamrocks still get their hands on it. It's Ronan Corkin who finds Mullen. But Paddy Mullen, number nine today, doesn't get his third score of the game it goes aimlessly wide and it remains Ballyhill Shamrocks 220 Glenmore 15 points 12 and a half minutes gone in today's St. Kansas Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship round one game Alan Murphy now lifting his head and striking can he get a score from play he certainly can and makes amends after that earlier miss 65 a second score from play for Alan Murphy a sixth in total and that reduces the deficit once more to 10 points 220 to 16 points today's game of course is brought to you with thanks to Jerry Comfort Drill 
limited well drilling services Pilltown Kilkenny see Jerry Comfort drilling .ie. It is non-stop at the moment, even if it is lacking intensity. And Owen Cody's looking for a chance there, but it goes to the right and wide, so no score for Cody. Ten points in it. Good score there from Alan Murphy, though, Taggy. Yeah, really good score. And fair as Glenmore, they're actually winning the second half, three points to two. You know what? They got three points to the board. Ballyhavon scored two in the second half, so like they they are putting the pressure on and really good score. They need everything going over. As I said, they need to hit that square though. They certainly do need to find a way to goal, and they haven't found that avenue so far. But they have another line ball along the sideline cuts in, in the second half so far. Um, they have actually used them quite well. The short ball in from Alan Murphy, he gets it back and usually yeah. slots it in over Absolutely. the bar. Absolutely, yeah. Look, it, it's, it's, it's one, it's six of one and a half dozen the other. Like, do you go for it and drive it wide? It's terrible, or do you play it short? Well, this time Murphy has gone for it and he has yeah. drove it wide. <laughs> has he, must, he must have heard me talking. And, uh, to use your own word, terrible there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, disappointing from Alan Murphy, but uh, can't criticise him too much. He has led the charge for Glenn. More today no, he has with been six good. of the 16 points um, as Shermock's come out with it. Dean Mason now he goes short this time, which is a bit unusual. They have tended to go long and they go along through Mason. Now he's looking for Colin Finley. Can he get his hand on the ball? He can't, but again, it's broken down. And Cody always reading the game. Brilliant stuff from the corner forward. He goes back out and finds Paddy Mullen. Can Mullen get a space? He can't. He's hustled there or um, rather a lot of load of Glenmore players came in and around him and won the ball back. But again, it's number 13. Eaton Feeling can't get into the ball in his hand, but he does this time after some loose defense from the Shamrocks can Fien and find this opportunity to get his second score of the game he can't he's lost possession once more and it seems like there's a bit of uh, congestion for the ball is that feeling once more he does on the far side of the pitch yeah. here good play from the corner forward never giving up there and showing really good spirit he goes back out the pitch finds Owen Murphy but Owen Murphy playing centre back today for Glenmore that goes to the right and wide as we enter the final quarter of today's game sharp hook out once more from Dean Mason Evan Sheffman picks it up looking for Adrian Mullen Mullen having a bit of a quiet second half he was involved in the early exchanges had a goal scoring opportunity that was well saved from Tommy Dunn but I can't looking to get his hand on the ball here now and make things happen as he so seamlessly does um, throughout the years really for, for Ballyhale even though he's still such a young player there's a man down injured on the near side here that's Shane Murphy is his helmet off seems to be his head injury which is worrying hopefully he's not in too much pain the game progresses down the far side of the pitch with own Cody looking to get his hand on the ball wasn't looking for a shove in the back to get more supporters are but they don't get it Cody slows down puts it in puts it over the bar and that's a brilliant score from own Cody 1-6 for him 2.21 for Ballyhill Shermocks they lead by 11 points because Glenmore have 16 points in their name and there will be a stoppage in play I believe for that injury to Shane Murphy I didn't see what happened there Tangy but um, the referee decided it was right to play it on yeah no it, it looks like I think you're right Yeah, it looks like a head injury uh, to Shane Murphy there so he's I think he's doing the concussion thing with the with the hands there. <laughs> look left, look right, but uh, yes, yeah, he's got he's got to get a knock uh, to the to the head. I'd say all right, but um, Ballyhead, and, and you can actually mention it there, uh, Robbie. I think when Adrian Mullen and Owen Cody had a brilliant first fifteen minutes, and you know probably eight or nine points ahead, took the foot off the gas, and it's them two guys and TJ, of course, that make the forward line tick. And when they're not ticking, Glenmore seems to be in the game a little bit, a little bit more. You know that the points aren't going over. As I said they've only scored three points. In the in the second half so far, and there's 15 minutes gone, so Bally Hill wouldn't be happy with that. And Glenmore, to be fair to him, are, are probably outscoring them. Yes, they are, of course. Is that a, a natural thing, though, Taggy? When you run into such a heavy lead and you almost yeah. feel, you know, you're halfway there and you're you're kind of very close to almost winning the game, that you know you're not going to be maybe at the same sort of level. And we haven't seen that link up from Mullen and Cody um, that we have seen in the early exchanges. In the Absolutely, I know. Yeah, dead right. Like when you're when you're in a lead like that, you take your foot off the gas. I won't say you go through the motions, but you definitely yeah. took your foot off the grass, uh, off the glass, 
if I can even say the word, off the gas a, a, a little bit. And, and uh, that's probably what's happening. And, and I'd say if Glenmore actually came at him harder and with more intensity, they'd probably pick up the game more. Do you know, it, it's a difficult uh, area to be in, you know. Yes, there is a substitution. There is a break of play at the moment for that injury to Shane Murphy. We hope he's okay. He's gone down again, it seems. Hopefully Shane Murphy's all right. But he doesn't seem to be in good shape at all. The game's going to be stopped again. The yeah. Ballyhill Sharrocks players are hoping he's okay too. He's, he's dizzy. He's yeah, that's not great to see at all. Um, it seems to be some sort of yeah. a head injury at the moment. He's walking a bit fragile there, Robbie. Yes, and uh, obviously the players' welfare is the most important thing. So um, maybe the best thing to do here would be to bring uh, Shane off the pitch to make sure that he is safe. There was a substitution, as I say, that is Stephen Barron. He's on for Ballyhale Sharmox. I didn't see Brian Butler, I think, has gone off there. Brian Butler has yeah. gone off, so he was number 17. Not picked to start, but eventually he did start the game in favour of Darren Mullen. So that is number 21, Stephen Barron. He's in for Brian Butler at the right cornerback position. Um, it does look like uh, Shane Murphy's day has come to an end. He's hobbling off the pitch, yeah. and, and of course, we wish him nothing but the best. Um, he's a big loss, uh, Robbie. He, he hurled yes. well. Uh, you know, he has a point to his name, but he's on a lot of ball, got around the field really well, put a, put a heavy shift in. Uh, so he's going to be a big loss for Glenmore. Yeah, and both sets of supporters, um, a round of applause for Shane Murphy there, not just for his. Um, well-being but of course for his performance today a really good display from the midfield man the game continues after a bit of a pause and it comes through and Evan Sheffield looks to get his hand on it from that Tommy Dunn puck out there's going to be a little rumble for possession here uh, and it is picked up by the substitute for Glenn Moore Dara Hartley who also seems to be on he's on in place of course of Shane Murphy um, in the midfield area uh, he, he replaces the injured Murphy it will be a line ball now for Glenn Moore Left half forward, Ian Byrne is going to take it. Ian looking to get more involved in the game, but that's a disappointing line ball from him. It goes straight into Evan Sheffin. Sheffin couldn't get it into his hand, so, but it is coming out through number 21, Stephen Barron, the substitution to come on there for Brian Butler not too long ago. Alan Murphy looking to come through again. Glenmore supporters looking for a free. They don't get one. It is Liam Hennessy now. This time they get a free. He was dragged to the floor and an opportunity for Alan Murphy to cut the deficit to 10 points once again. Hennessy foul there and um, Again, a score, but free for Alan Murphy just left of centre of the goal um, within his own, within the Valley Hill Sharmox 45. You'd expect him to get this. Um, yeah, blatant free there by Joey Hall and just swung over his shoulder. And as you said yourself, Robbie, uh, Alan should be putting this over the bar unless you put the commentator's course on him now. Yes, fingers crossed he doesn't because I've just put him down for a score before he's taken it and he has put it in and over the bar. So a good score for Alan Murphy. That is his seventh of the game. Five frees and two from play from Alan Murphy. The score is 221 to 17 points as we enter the final 10 minutes here at UPMC Nolan Park. Today's game is brought to you with thanks to Jerry Comfort Drilling Limited, Well Drilling Services, Pilltown, Kilkenny, see jerrycomfortdrilling.ie. Another substitution on for Glenn like Ian Byrne is going off, which, yeah, he probably hasn't been in the game. And the number Ian Byrne for Dean Croke, number 17, 17 is yeah. on. Uh, Ian Byrne never never really seemed to get into the game. Ty didn't get a score. No, he didn't, get, didn't fired. get too too involved. Yeah, no, he, he was over to be fair, yeah. And they needed him in the game. Yes, they certainly did the half hour line, not in it as much as they have been throughout the league campaign. Adrian Mullen now speaking half hours is none better than Adrian Mullen, but Mullen this time does lose possession. Glenmore looking to come forward. They're looking to find Jerry Aylward, who's been rather, rather quiet in this second half. Can he get his first score of the second half? He's running at the Valley Hill Sharmox defence, but he comes back out the pitch finds number 18 and it comes back to Aylward a good 1-2 there um, almost soccer style Aylward comes in with it and it's again it's disappointing from the Glenmore they just seem to be unable to get that first touch or get that ball into their hand um, as quickly as their opponents can but again it's loose play from the Shamrocks and there's an opportunity through Aylward to put it in and over the bar but Aylward this time that looks like it's tailing off to the left 
and wide. So the score remains. Ballyhill Shermock's 221, Glenmore 17 points. Taggy is a kind of dying down a yeah. bit, you know, they're both sides maybe um, accepting the outcome. Absolutely. I think Gerald was looking for the goal there. When you're looking for a goal, it never seems to happen. And the second half, to be fair, Robbie, hasn't been good at all. The first half was a, was a better contest. And for whatever reason, the second half uh, has been poor quality, uh, both scoring and play in general. I think Ballyhill are 10 points up and they're just thinking, right, keeping them at arm's length. Yes, Ballyhill seem to be coasting. Glenmore may be accepting their fate, but there is still a bit to go. If they can hit the back of the net, you would never know, but it certainly doesn't look like that's going to happen at the moment. Paddy Mullen going in long this time. Can he find Adrian Mullen? Mullen looking to get his hand on the ball, playing a bit further deeper, maybe in, in that full forward line in the second half. Mullen looks up, puts it in, and puts it over the bar. A good score for Adrian Mullen. His first of the second half is fourth in total, and the Shamrocks regain their 11-point lead, 2.22 to 17 points. Eight and a half minutes to go here at UPMC Nolan Park. Another substitution for Glenmore. It is number 29, Brian O'Donoghue, who is on. I believe it may be Shane Doherty off Taggy, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, in that left cornerback position. I think you're right, yeah. Number 22 for Bally Hale, which is Liam Barron, is on in, the, uh, in corner forward. I didn't see who's gone off yet. It could be Niall Sartle. Yeah, as we speak, it is Liam Hennessy coming through, and Hennessy gets his second score in the second half. And his third in total, a good score there from the centre forward for Glenmore. And it's 11-point game once more, or 10-point game once more. 2.22 to 18 points, a good score there from Liam Hennessy. The puck out was taken short by Dean Mason. He finds Derek Corkin and Shermock come out with it again through number 31, Oak Neely. Again, another player maybe a little less involved in the second half than he was in the first half. But the damage, of course, was done in that first half. Brilliant score from the Shermocks, 2.18 at halftime. It was a really high scoring stuff from them. Glenmore haven't been able to match it, but they're looking to get back into the game through some some sort of play, some sort of low ball into the full forward line. But again, it comes to Notting and TJ Reid can come out with the ball. Reid gets it in his hand. He looks up. He's going to have a strike at goal. Why shouldn't he? He's one of the greatest hurlers of all time. And he didn't show it there because it just tailed off and went to the right and wide. A lot more wide, a lot more wasted opportunities in the second half for both teams. Yeah, it's, got, it's gone sloppy, um, yeah. if anything, uh, Robbie. For, on, on Especially on Valley Hale's side, they don't seem to be, as I said, they're just kind of going through the motions and trying to see out the game, I'd say. But it's gone sloppy on both ends. There's a puck out now gone over the line. No, yeah, just kept in. Yeah, just about kept in by Paddy Mullen there on this near side. There's a fight for possession and it's picked up by Colin Fenley. Fenley finds TJ Reid. That's happened quite a bit in this game. And Reid has a strike and the ball goes in and it goes wide again. A second wide in just a matter of a minute by TJ Reid. He'll be disappointed with that. It remains 2.22 to 18 points. 53 and a half minutes gone at UPMC Nolan Park. Yeah, they have to bring it out Colin Fenley to the half hour line now. That's probably get, 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 get a bit of game time into his legs and you know, try to get a bit of fitness into him. Certainly, a good good full 60 minutes for Colin Fenley will do. Um, him, all the world of good, you would have talked. Glenmore looking to come out with it now. There's another man down injured, I believe. It's number 13. Ethan feeling Ethan now with a bad injury. Yeah, he's, like. not, he's not moving at all there. He's no, now he's now moving he's a moving, bit, yeah. hopefully. But um, the game was completely stopped there. I didn't see what happened, Taggy. Did no, you, did I didn't see what happened. No, it looks like he's rubbing his knee there. So he's seems to be in a bit of pain anyway certainly does when the head injury happened actually for Shane Murphy five or ten minutes ago the game wasn't stopped but the game has been stopped here that's how bad an injury Sean Clear believes this might be for Eaton Fielding um, I think his game may be up but hopefully it's not too serious an injury for him these um, injuries are kind of sucking the life out of the game aren't they uh, they are yeah it's been very stop start um it's hard to kind of get invested in a game like this, Taggy, because it had really, once um, once Nine Shortall put that second goal in, it felt like one-way traffic from there on in. Absolutely, yeah. No, As I said, 
and Hale are just kind of keeping my arms linked and in fairness to Glenmore you know they, they, they have they put in a good performance I think they played well you know I think they have nine wides uh, all in all but um, you know from the ball they were getting the, their scores were harder to come by um, rather than Ballyhales but they're, they're putting the ball over the bar and there's a good spread around the field you know Jarrell were on two points Ethan Feeling on one Liam Hensley has three uh, Alan Murphy has two plus the plus the four or five frees as well so there's a good spread between them and the forward line for Glenmore is decent but it's just the power and I suppose the vision of, of Ballyhale that I, I, that I really can't get over here today like they're spread of, across the field and then they have a look and they switch it across to the other side just, just really intelligent hurling they always seem to have time on the ball, yeah. Taggy, and their head is always up looking for the spaces and they, they hit him and their accuracy is just um, That's it. And second they've, to They've quality hurlers, right? Like, yeah. You know, you need quality hurlers to, to, to implement that. They certainly do. And speaking of quality hurlers, here's Alan Murphy looking for another score. He takes the free, the ball goes in, and that goes over the bar. Good score from Alan Murphy. A six free for him today, an eight point for the Glenmore man it is 222 to 19 points so it's back to single digits uh, three pucks of the ball in it if you're an optimist Taggy uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't see it happening now oh, they, have, they, but, uh, they haven't got one puck in the goal yet so far no. uh, Glenmore so it's hard to see if it's going to come now uh, five minutes from the end yeah, it certainly is 222 to 19 points five minutes to go as Aidan Taggy forwardy on commentary with me just said TJ Cream with a brilliant catch he looks to go in low looking to find um, Shorthall in that full forward line Niall Shorthall but he can't get his hand on the ball and Glenmore can come out with well, it seems to be a bit of a foul there but the referee Sean Clear indicates that the game can play on Glenmore looking to come out this time and they do And uh, but it's going to be a sideline ball I believe for Glenmore the linesman on the far side is indicating or I think it would be yeah, from he the Shermocks rather it looks as if he, he kind of struck the ball over the line I'd say he turned it out to strike it and it went over the line it's an, an AJ Mullins line ball and yeah. I, I'd say he's going to go for it may well do AJ Mullin now uh, he, he doesn't, he actually looks to find TJ Reid, he does perfectly, Reid gets his hand on the possession, puts it in and over the bar, and that was a brilliant score, Adrian Mullen with the line ball, just found Reid, and yeah. I mean the accuracy of that line ball, it's, and it's, it's, different it's, it's them three in the forward, it's, it's Mullen, Cody and Reid, they're the three that make that forward line tick. Yes, only two frees today for Ballyhale Termox Taggy, the rest coming from play if I'm not mistaken, so that really goes to show how dangerous they are from play too. Absolutely, yeah, add our serious firepower, yeah, it's, that's interesting now, I suppose that will tell you the intensity of small bit that's only three frees for him. Yes, it certainly will. Here come the Shermocks again, coming out with possession through Richie Reid. This time he goes in long, looking for his brother TJ. Can TJ get his hand on the ball? He can't. So Owen Murphy will sweep up really well red there, but the ball is still in play, and there's a goal-scoring opportunity on here. Through TJ Reid, will Adrian Mullen pull on it? He does, it scrambles in, and it goes oh. into the back of the net. It just evaded everyone that was trying to get back onto the goal line for Glenmore. It's 3.23 to 19 points. Adrian Mullen with a brilliant goal. And uh, that's it, curtains for Glenmore. Tiger. Curtains for Glenmore, absolutely, yeah. And he actually miss it. And they're nearly the worst ones. You know, when you strike a ball on the ground yes. really well, it's usually said, but it kind of dribbled in and bounced over a hurl and eventually made it to the back of the net. And as you said already, Robbie, curtains for Glenmore now. He seemed to strike it into the ground and it bobbled in over yeah. um, all the He was threatening all, all game for a goal, though. Yeah, seems to have moved in um, a bit further into the game, or further up the pitch, I should say, rather closer to the goal, and he does get a goal. The third goal for Ballyhill Sharmox, 32 points to 19, 323 
to 19 is the score as we enter the last two minutes here at UPMC Nolan Park. Shamrocks will be the eighth and final team in that quarter-final draw that will bring you live here on KCLR immediately after this game. So once the full-time whistle goes, make sure to stay tuned to us and we'll let you know who will be playing in those quarter-finals next weekend. It is a free-out now for Ballyhale. Shamrocks, Sean Clear gives the first yellow card of the game. This time it is to Ethan Phelan. Phelan did continue after he went down um, for some... Uh, treatment by the Glenmore team doctor there so a yellow card for Eaton Field first of the game there hasn't been a dirty game really no absolutely all. not no uh, there, was, there wasn't a dirty stroke in it to be honest um, as we said already the intensity I felt really wasn't there so it was a nice game of hurling maybe that's the way to put it it really wasn't speaking of nice own quality has an attempt but it doesn't go um, over the bar so not too nice there for own quality his first uh, attempt at a free today but it just goes to the right and why TJ Reid decided not to do not to go with that one. He's gone in full forward at the moment. We are just about to enter additional time here at UPMC Nolan Park. 13 points is the difference. 323 to 19 points. Today's game, of course, is brought to you with thanks to Jerry Comfort Drilling Limited, well drilling services, Piltown Kilkenny. See Jerry Comfort Drilling.ie. Glenn Moore, can they get a consolation score or maybe look for goal? Um, at this stage of the game they need to get their hands on the ball first and they can because it was a nearly a brilliant pass to Colin Fenley but it was intercepted very well from Owen Murphy he finds his brother Alan Murphy Alan has a strike and again showing his quality that's a really good score from play by Alan Murphy I believe it's his ninth score in total a third um, from open play and the scoreboard reads 323 to 20 points a really good score there from uh, uh, look Alan like when he has it he has some serious eye for goal a great striker of the ball and he's done that he's done that for Ken as well well out the field like he's only midfield there and he's slotted over the bar with, with, with time to spare as well so a really good score he did a really good score there um, from Alan Murphy and a really good display must be said from an individual point of view um, by Alan Murphy the right half hour today for Glenn Moore speaking of individual display here's own Cody Cody finds Colin Fenley yet to get on the scoreboard is Colin Fenley he's going straight for goal he has his head down he goes through Colin Fenley hasn't gone in it hasn't stopped on the goal line by Tommy Dunn and a recovering Glenn Moore defender looked like a chance and it is eventually cleared and Glenn Moore can come out with the ball but there was no um, mucking about there through Colin Fenley he's going straight for goal oh, there, was, there, was, uh, there was no point on his mind he was going straight for goal and typical Colin Fenley kind of battled it but a great save by Tommy Dunn great save and a great score from Evan Shefflin he gathered possession in his own half ran through solo hit it straight off the hop and a brilliant score there from the Ballyhale Shamrocks halfback I said that early in the game he's always good for a score too that's his first uh, from play and a really good score at that 324 to 20 points 13 points is the difference as we are deep into additional time now not sure how long is left in the remainder of this one but of course really the result has been decided a long long time before the final whistle is blown by Sean Clear uh, 13 points is the difference Sean Clear looking at his watch now is he going to blow for the full time whistle he's going to let this play out it seems it's Colin Fenley looking to get his hands on the ball but Shamrock's again looking to get one final score before the full time whistle goes and it's a possibility now through the number 7 Derek Corcoran and Sean Clear says there was a foul and it's a free in and TJ Reid will go over and this may well be the last play of the game a chance for TJ Reid now to put the ball in and over the bar and get what will be his third free of today and his sixth in total yeah look uh, TJ won't miss from there anyway I'd say but uh, look good performances around the field uh, all in all by Ballyhale but still I reckon only in third gear
Yes. <laughs> and that is the scary thing for the teams in the draw that is just about to take place at UPMC Nolan Park here after the full-time whistle. Uh, DJ Reid for the moment puts that in and over the bar. No mistake. And Sean Clear is probably going to call for the ball now. I would have thought it is. Ballyhale, Termox 325. Glenmore, 20 points. 14 points is the difference. And you'd have to say, with the grace of respects to Glenmore, Ballyhale are worth their, um, their lead. Glenmore coming out now. It's, dangerous. it's a dangerous short puck out the gum and throughout the course of the game. Maybe it was time to mix it up um, with the result all but over. Uh, they do come out with it eventually and there's a wild swing there but Colin Finley can pick up the second ball. Can he get his name on the score sheet? It'd be great to see him after returning from America but he's selfless as always. Looks for Adrian Mullen. Mullen picks up the ball. Got that third goal there late in the second half for them. He finds own Coy or Evan Sheffield I should say. He just got his name on the score sheet and he does get his second point. He doubles his tally. Really good score for Evan Shefflin. His second point of the game from right half back. We've seen Shefflin for Ballyhale and Billy Reid get two yeah. points from half back and as you mentioned rightfully Taggy in the first half. It is something that has creeped into the modern game from in, as a positive. Absolutely yeah. The both half backs kind of pushing up the field looking for that uh, kind of runner off the shoulder and slotting over the bar and them boys are well able to take scores but extra uh, three minutes extra time and I suppose there was two long injuries you know you had um, Shane Murphy went down long for a long time and Ethan Phelan went down for a high as well so um, clear obviously playing for a few minutes extra time it seems to be 326 to 20 points is the score I think uh, Glenmore supporters and Glenmore players would welcome the final yeah. whistle at this stage but they're not going to get it because as you was mentioned there Taggy there were two long term injuries that had to be dealt with so Sean Clear is going to play the game on here comes Shermox out with the ball it's Evan Shefflin again he looks for TJ Reid Reid with a brilliant catch you really would have to just look on in awe at TJ Reid he lifts the head up points Adrian Mullen Mullen looking for a score but that's going to go wastefully to the left and might it's not actually it's going to drop into the hands of Tommy Dunn Dunn has been very busy today picked the ball out of the net three times but also had a good game of his own and that short puck out that maybe didn't come to much avail for Glenmore was certainly something that has led them to avoiding relegation of course which is really important for a club that are straight up for intermediate despite today's disappointing result um, it is Shamrocks coming out with it now once more they reverse the ball into Dean Mason deep in his own half now the pressure from Glenmore is all but gone yeah. he can look up and pick his spot who's he going to find but it just goes straight into the heart of that Glenmore defence and when maybe the opportunity to catch the ball there he rather battled it down finds Billy Reid Reid looks to come forward with it that's a really good pass from Billy Reid he's put on a good individual display of his own today has a left half back for Glenmore and maybe one more chance for Alan Murphy to get into double digits he has 9 points today does he get his 10th no he's going to go for goal instead from in between the 45 and 20 metre line it was never on but it was brilliantly blocked by the Shamrocks recovering defender it's a tussle for possession now just around that Valley Hill Shamrocks 45 metre line but that is it here at UPMC Nolan Park the referee Sean Clear has decided that the game is over, 65 minutes, and that is it. Shamrocks 326, Glenmore 20 points. Ballyhale Shamrocks deservedly advanced to the quarterfinal, the draw, which you're going to hear in just a couple of moments' time here on KCLR. But before that, Taggy, um, just to reflect on the game, a really good victory for them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, look, to be fair, Robbie, Glenmore does a massive task to come up here and try to beat uh, Ballyhale here today. And Ballyhale are obviously uh, in third gear, but a, a fantastic victory for them. And they'll only get better. They're, they're, they're peaking for, you know, later on in the season, you know, the final stage. And that's what they're aiming for. Yes, they certainly are. We're just going to hear the draw here now. Um, so if you could bear with us, uh, for anyone that's listening in, we're going to hear the draw and then we will hear Jimmy Walsh, Kilkenny GA chairman, will main the draw for the junior, intermediate and senior championships. 
It'll be interesting always is Robbie. Um, you know, who will draw who and the rivalries and etc. and teams are going well, but it's knockout championship now and it's a different ball game. Certainly is. Jimmy Walsh now currently making a speech as the crowd, the Glenmore crowd in particular, um, leave en masse because they are out of the championship, they won't be involved in the draw. Um, they more will be happy with me though, you know, they're up for yeah. intermediate, uh, still mid-table, and uh, so they'll be happy to, to stay up in senior level. Yeah, and a great season for Glenmore as well, finished fourth quite comfortably, not involved in a relegation semi-final. First year up, it's very difficult, and they, they've done themselves proud and done the club proud. Yeah, exactly, and a few good performances there as well, you know, you had Ethan Field and Liam Hennessy, these are all the lads are coming, Ian Byrne, although he's taken off, Richie Hennessy, you know, Jerry Elder, we know what he can do, so their forward line are very good, uh, so they'll only get better and better, and they can stay a senior for two or three years the, the younger lads will, will get better and, and they'll compete yes they certainly will we're just listening in to Jimmy Walsh here and the first team out for the draw is Digsborough beaten Shield finalists yesterday against Clara they will face just waiting on Jimmy Walsh Kenny GA chairman to decide who they will face Mullinavat Mullinavat who defeated O'Loughlin Gales the Burroughs Town rivals yesterday on a scoreline of 3-9 to 1-14 in Valley Hale that is an interesting quarter final. Venice Bridge, league champions last year, defeated league finalists this year. Yesterday, as you heard live on KCLR, they lost to Tullerone, and they'll take on James Stevens in the quarter final, who defeated Liz Downey in today's earlier relegation semi final. Clara, who, as I mentioned, did defeat Dixborough after coming from behind yesterday to lift the shield, and they will take on. Ballyhale Shamrocks which will be a very interesting tie and then of course the fourth game as Jimmy Walsh will just say here will be between Tullerone Aaron's own Tullerone and Aaron's own as Jimmy Walsh just confirmed there so the draw for the St. Candice's Credit Union Senior Hurling Championship quarterfinals is Dixborough versus Mullinavat, Bennisbridge versus James Stevens, Clare versus Ballyhill Shamrocks, and Tullerone versus Aaron's own. Taggy, anything stand out for you there? Yeah, absolutely. I think the, the big one that stands out for me is Clare versus Ballyhill. Uh, you know, Clare do not fear Ballyhill, have beaten them before in the past in league, in league matches as well. So that is a big draw. And Ballyhill, I'd seen one or two of them just kind of looking at each other out there as well. So that is not an easy draw for Ballyhill. I suppose the other one maybe, the Borough and Mullinavat. You know, Mullinavat, brilliant victory against the Lachlans. Uh, yesterday, you know, I think they won by uh, I think only a point or two. Uh, to be fair, so but, uh, look, they're kind of tipped maybe to be um, one of the teams to take on Bally Hill. Uh, a great panel, um, uh, very good, a, a strong young team. But uh, that'll be an interesting game as well. Certainly will. Clara, of course, county champions in 2013 and 2015, taking on the four in a row champions Bally Hill Sharmocks. Tullerone and Aaron Zone will be an interesting game. League point, league champions against today's relegation semi-final winners Aaron Zone defeating Bally Callan, Bridge against the village that will certainly be an interesting tie too and as Taggy alluded to there Dixborough and Mullinava will be very interesting we now move on to the Michael Ling Motors Hyundai Intermediate Hurling Championship draw and we're just going to hear from Jimmy Walsh to see who that draw is he's currently going through the rules and regulations if you can hear him in the background here and he's just saying who's in pot A and who is in pot B it will be the teams that were that 
finished third, four, fifth, and sixth. Whoever won out of them in the first round games will be in one pot, and the top two in each group will be in the other pot. So Danes Four cannot take on Thomastown, um, for example, or Carrick Shock cannot take on uh, Dunhamagan, I believe it was. That championship was really open, uh, Robbie, didn't mean the championship. Or Roan Stieg, I should say it was. Yeah, very open, and Roan Stieg are the first team out, and they will face Roan Stieg, taking on Carrick Shock in today's League Fire Shield final. And they will play Moonkind, who defeated Young Ireland in yesterday's first round championship tie. Just waiting on Jimmy again to pick the team. Thomas Down, league winners today, beating Dane's Fort. And they play St. Martins, who defeated St. Lockton's in yesterday's first round championship game. Happy first win for them. Happy. <laughs> I can't say I'm happy now because we got hammered by Thomas Down earlier, but I won't go into it too much. The next team is Dane's Fort. They'll play Conaghy Shamrocks. So Danes Ford taking on Conaghy Shamrocks. Conaghy beating Fenians. Danes Ford losing to Thomas Town in yes today's league final. Carrick Shock will take on Dunhamagan. Carrick Shock in today's Shield final against Roaring Steve. They'll play on Dunhamagan. Um, I should say the senior games take place next weekend, and I believe the intermediate quarterfinals will go ahead next weekend. So just to remind our listeners, Roaring Steve versus Moonkind. Thomas Elver versus St. Martins, Dance 4 versus Connie Shamrocks, and Carrick Shock versus Dunhamagan. I'll ask you again, Taggy, anything stand out for you there? Well, if you're looking for rivalry, you're looking for uh, uh, the borders and all that, Carrick Shock versus yeah. Dunhamagan, you know, they're, they're, they're right beside each other down there. There's no love lost between them, team, between them teams. Carrick Shock probably go in as favourites, but look, anything can happen, especially in Intermediate Championship. There's nothing between them two teams at all. Uh, Dane's Fourth and Connie, you'd imagine Dane's Fourth are favourites there. Orange Deeg and, and Moonkine and, and all Southern Derby as well, you know, uh, Moonkine. Massive numbers in the field down there, uh, going really well since they come up since junior as well. Um, you know, so look, all of games, anybody can win the games, you know, but the definitely stand that one in terms of bravery is Carrick Stock and Dunhamagan. Certainly is, and of course, um, St. Martins, who will be on a high after beating Freshford yesterday, uh, to the surprise of many after losing their five league games, um, they will take on Thomas Town League winners and maybe favourites in a lot of people's eyes to go on and finally promote after years of near misses. And that's a, that's a, sorry to cut across here, but that's a massive game, the Fenians and Freshford uh, in the relegation. Yes, uh, you, you know two teams that I remember being in Nolan Park and they, and they played a senior relegation and, and the Fenians came out on top, you know, uh, dropping down Freshford and back down to Intermediate. Yes. So there's no love, love lost between them teams either. Certainly not. The junior championship draw is just taking place as we speak. There, John Locks. I'm not sure who they'll face, but Wine Gap will take on St Patrick's. Just missed out on the John Locks game. There, we'll find that out for you shortly. But Wine Gap take on St Patrick's. Third round, third game is Greg Namana. And they will take on Kill Macau. Here's a review now, so we'll find out who John Locks were taking on. These games, of course, will take place next weekend. John Locks will take on Sleeve Rue. So John Locks versus Sleeve Rue. Wine Gap versus St. Patrick's. St. Patrick's with a good win yesterday against Galmai. And Greg Namanet take on Kill Macau. And Emeralds in Taggy Four, these clubs, of course, will take on the Blacks and Whites, who Casey Lars, Eddie Scally is, is over. So uh, I'll ask you, Taggy, how do you feel about that? There'll be more rivalry on the radio. Than <laughs> yes, there, w- there, there will be. Field, yeah, so, yeah. Ah, look, Emeralds versus Blacks and Whites, always oh, a tough game. I'm not going to say a whole lot about that one, to be honest. I'm not going to give anyone any, any, any mission at all whatsoever. So, uh, look, great man, and Kill Macau again, you know, two very close southern teams down there as well. I said the junior championship is such a hard championship. I'm hurling in that for the last couple of years. It's so difficult to win that championship. It's, it's a dogged, tough championship. Uh, and uh, any of them teams really, 
it's about even if you get a win the next day that if you get momentum in a junior championship it means so much you yes. know so a uh, couple of great games there yes there certainly is james stevens will play the winners of aaron's own or Munkine in the junior this is another draw taking place now and Liz Downey James Stevens taking on Liz Downey a little earlier today taking on Dixborough or Ballyhill Sharks the winners of that so this is section B of the JJ Cavanagh and Sons Junior Hurling Championship these games will take place next weekend of course so that is just a reminder, James Stevens taking on Aaron's owner Moonkine, Liz Downey taking on the winners of Dixborough or Ballyhill Shamrocks. And I believe Jimmy Walsh is wrapping it up there. So that is um, section B completed as Jimmy Walsh thanks the sponsor. Just a word there on section B as well, Taggy. Um, those games, James Stevens taking on the winners of Aaron's own and Moonkine, Liz Downey, Dixborough and Ballyhill Shamrocks, they'll be quite competitive too. Yeah, they will, absolutely, yeah. And look the way I look at it. Look it's the city team it's a massive numbers they're, they're always good side all of them are holding their own in junior and intermediate level uh, you know so it's, it's the bigger numbers James, James Stevens there or, or the Borough uh, but look really good games as well and they'll take beating just as any other team will yeah and just to reflect on that senior draw I suppose that's what a lot of our listeners would have been intent on having listened into today's game Taggy um, Dixborough versus Mun Levat Bennis Bridge versus James Stevens Clara versus Ballyhale Shamrocks Tullerone versus Aaron Zone I know you pinpointed Clara and Ballyhale and Dixborough and Mun Levat but that Bennis Bridge and James Stevens game for the village involved in the relegation semi-final to the surprise of many. A good win today against Liz Downey and two good performances that must be said against O'Loughlin's and the Borough despite losing them in town derbies recently. Do you feel as though they will feel now there's an opportunity to kick on or do you think Bennis Bridge will be the firm favourites in that one considering their form? Yeah, absolutely. Like All the talk is James Stevens hasn't been going well. Uh, I've never seen a James Stevens team uh, give up the ghost in a championship match uh, they, they, they're bred for a championship they know all about it Brian Cody is back in now it's read in the paper that he's going to give him a boost he'll bring a bit of steel to him as well the village will not lie down and I said championship is championship the bridge I suppose maybe the bridge are looking for really to kick on in this championship now last year they got caught they had a really good league performances um, but got caught in the, I think it was the quarterfinal stage I know it was against Ballyhill yeah, against Ballyhill in the quarterfinals um, you know you couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't say too much about Ballyhill beating it but still the bridge are at a stage now where they're winning great games but they need to bring it to championship now and I'd say maybe the league final Tullerone beat them well in the league final maybe just maybe they were thinking about down the line that it's all about championship which it is so it's the bridge coming in flying high against the village coming in as the underdog it's a it's a tricky tie I, I'd never write off the village but I would back the bridge here I think of all years, they need to push on a championship, get to a semi-final and then push on to maybe a county final. The fact that, I know Ballyhale have been so dominant over the years, Taggy, but the fact that we can't really, nobody can call any, any of these four games, does it go to show why the Kilkenny championships in particular are so kind of unique and special? They're just so competitive from the start of the league right the way through to the county final. Absolutely, yeah. And look, I suppose you'd be looking at all other counties and stuff. I think the structure in Kilkenny yeah. is really good. As in, in terms of the junior championship so competitive intermediate so competitive and then senior yeah you probably pick out maybe the two or three teams that are going to be at the end of the year but still very competitive and anybody can take points off each other and I think that's the key if you look at other players maybe Tipperary and different things there's teams that play each other and you wouldn't give them a shout whatsoever but it's the competitive nature of, of the Kenny Hurl and that um, knocks into the senior team into the senior Kenny team you know that competitive nature and, and, and as a club man Brian would always says uh, to us at the time you play well for your club, you get into play with Farkle Kenny, you know, and it's a competitive nature. And then boys will train together, but they go back to their clubs and they give it socks. And it's that's why the Kenny Championship is so good. And that's why when 
you always say if you win Kilkenny you go well with Leinster and that's because of the competitive nature in Kilkenny well we do look forward to next weekend's quarter final ties we will of course be broadcasting those games live here on KCLR and we'll confirm throughout the week on scoreline and across the station what games will be live and we will be keeping you updated across the senior intermediate junior second round and junior section B games that will be taking place next weekend my thanks to Aidan Taggy Fogarty for his company today a big victory for Ballyhale Shamrocks they win on a scoreline of 3.26 to 20 points today's game was kindly sponsored by Jerry Comfort Drilling Limited Well Drilling Services Pilltown Kilkenny see jerrycomfortdrilling.ie the quarterfinals take place, take place next weekend but a big win for Ballyhale today they continue their march on for the drive for five until next weekend it's back to you in studio Shane and a big thanks to everyone for listening in KCLR Live Sport The Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship Ballyhill Shamrocks versus Glenmore With thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling Limited Well Drilling Services Piltown JerryComerfordDrilling.ie